progressing to the job anniversary, I think. What are you guys saying? What's your thoughts? What are you feeling the album? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll take this one first. I thought I thought it was a solid eff- solid effort. Um, it's not his first album. Nothing will ever be as good as his first album. Um, it was it was just nice chilled R and B music, you know. Um, it's not as it's. I That's think it's better hard. than his Definitely second album. Um, what's hard. that? I don't think I don't think it was hard to do. Hard to do worse than this second. That was a shit. Uh, of course, yeah. Uh, like I think with Bryson Tiller, I think he has suffered from his face not matching up to what? his huge single. Are you saying he's not good looking enough? Um, and I think that's... Are you calling him bad? Well, mate. His own person... That's just him. Now he's got a person to the buttons. Oh, my God. Wow! I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even see this one coming. Oh, wow! That's mad. Okay, sorry. Explain yourself, man. Explain yourself, man. You're not. You're not feeling his looks. Was it? Does he need more muscles, or is it just his face? Look, Bryson, don't listen to the haters. What well, I'm saying is, yeah, I like it. Like I feel like Bryson's personal brand, rather than his image or whatnot. His personal brand hasn't matched up to the success of his first single, um, the Don't Track. And I kind of feel like when you look around the music scene, you have people like Tory Lane, someone in his um, genre. Um, when Tory Lane's drops, you're more invested in the music because of like the drama surrounding his relevancy. Whereas with Bryson Tiller, you do remember the don't track, but then you're not as invested as you would be in a Tory um, album because you follow mm-hmm. the Tory narrative, if that makes sense. And I'm saying that for an artist, you always have to be on the scene. You always have to be on the blog, but it does help. It like it does help your push your album sales. Um, to be known by the public more or no, I agree with that. Man, yeah. I feel like there's truth in that as well. Like, I remember what, Tory Lanez dropped two albums this year, hasn't he? Or two projects this year. Two, maybe three projects this year. But anyway, um, I know that a big thing early on in the year was the quarantine radio. Everyone's following with that. It's Instagram following it through the roof. And then when he dropped the project, everyone was streaming it. I remember he was up there with um, The Weeknd for first week um streams so it, it definitely has an impact Bryson Tiller is a much more um, private person he's not out there showing his whole life like that out on the gram so I hear what you're saying but um, yeah I, 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 I agree with that I guess Yeah, he, he doesn't push his he doesn't push himself out there as a, as a mainstream artist so much however I don't think that as an explanation for the quality of the work that he's released I, I agree with that as well there could be people like J. Cole and Kendrick they're not really pushing themselves out there either. Um, and their quality of work is amazing. Exactly. I think, but the thing with J. Cole and Kendrick, they still have a presence. Like, 
with TDE, like with, you know, like you see Jay, um, sorry, Kendrick, for example, in the blogs, you see him shooting his media, music videos. Like you see J. Cole being like a leader for like the Black Lives Matter movement. in America. Like you see them do things outside the world of music to maintain their relevancy. Whereas with Bryson Tiller, him just I, I, popping up. I can't, I can't agree there, with you there, like, man. And the reason why I can't I agree with you is that help. J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar got to the level they're at behaving the same way that they do now. And the reason why they have so much interest in them is because of the level they're at now. Like if they when they were smaller artists, they didn't have that same level of attention um to know what they were doing in their private lives. People really care now because of the fact that their music is so good. Like for example, J. Cole's music has, has been basically screaming BLM for ten years now, pretty much. But um, that was before. Was that's before it was in fashion? I think. I think you. I think you understand me. Like I'm not saying that J Cole and Kendrick are pandering to like what's going on in the world at the moment. What I am saying is, we get a glimpse of what they're doing within yeah, those realms outside of the music. They 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 were already big at this moment of time, that's why the interest is there. And they got to this status by being the way they are. They, Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole weren't people that were pushing themselves out into every sort of platform possible um, when they were smaller artists. They've always been kind of quiet. But I would say with them, there is a difference, like you said, that they have got their label mates. That, that means that there's always like a, a steady stream of music coming out from them as well. So you'd get a J. Cole feature on whoever's track same with Kendrick Lamar, you'd find them on a Schoolboy Q album or, or Absol album, whatever. Obviously, Boston Tiller doesn't have that. But my point is that the reason why, yeah, the reason like, why they're so big is just because they of the releases. So it's not because the, of the fact that they have like some sort of circus around them, say, for example, like Tory Lanez. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And I guess, you're, I think we're agreeing on the same thing here. Like, what I'm saying is similar to what you're saying. Like, his eyes still carry his brand, even though yeah. he's not speaking, if that makes sense. Whereas Bryson Tiller, I don't think he has a marketing machine he's behind not, him. I'm not sure if he's independent or else, not. Yeah. Like, but yeah, then saying he's not I doing a good he's job by music, him, then I've got a reason for, for I've got a reasoning behind why I don't think his music is good anymore. But I don't know. Do you want to hear it or Oli, do you want to go first? Yeah, go. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll let you oh, go. Sorry, um, yeah, I've missed it. Okay, so this, my view is this, right? Bryson Tiller is suffering from his own success. And when I say that, what I mean is, he came out, when he made Trap Soul, right, he had a very, very, um, it was a very new sound, a very, almost a niche sound. The only people that you heard with that sort of sound before him was probably Drake and Quite um, Next Door. The weekend sound was different because the weekend, weekend. I remember when he first came out, I wasn't really feeling him too much because it was so depressing. And I remember a lot of people like, gave me a stick yeah. for that, but like I remember I always had a first party next door back then, then the weekend because I thought his music was just like too downbeat, so I wasn't really feeling it too tough. But I mean, I really loved it from like was it House of Blues times? Everyone, everyone loved that, but it wasn't for me. Mm. But um, mm. yeah, Bryson came out with a similar sort of yeah. sound. And it's like, right, it was more of an R&B sound than others. Brian still a bit more upbeat, and obviously The weekend yeah. is more like 
cutting my wrist sound. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't say that. It's not that bad. <laughs> I still think you're laughing at that. It's not funny. It's not, it's, not, it's not funny, but that's how I felt about it. I thought it was really depressive. But anyway, um, I just think that... So, yeah. Trap Talk came out extremely successful, and it was an excellent album as well. Like, I don't think it was a single weak song. Every single song on the album could have been... Uh, um, a single and then True to Stuff came out I think it was really poor in comparison and I also think it was almost like he was forced to just release another album by the by the record label he probably, was, he probably didn't want to release the album mm-hmm. but um, I just think that people basically people are bitten their, soul, their sound sorry they, they've um, you hear those sort of music that Boston Tiller makes in so many different artists nowadays so when he releases a song you're not really getting a special Bryson Tiller experience does that make sense? When The Weeknd releases a song, it sounds like The Weeknd. When Kendrick Lamar does it, it's the same thing. When, when, when J. Cole does it, it's the same thing. But with, with um, Bryson, I just feel like it sounds like the same thing as what I hear on the radio. I don't listen to the radio, but if, if I was to tell on the radio, I'm sure I'd hear all these songs from other artists because they're just basically a bit in the sound. He's got no distinguishing feature anymore. He's got no uniqueness anymore. It's just the same old, same old. In my opinion, and that's not, that's not even to say that his album's bad. By the way, I think his album's actually decent. Just that I don't think it's anything special. And I thought so. I, and I no longer expect anything special from him. So I, I'm I'm just gonna come out and say I didn't really right. like that album. Like nothing really stood out until the very last track. I I thought the very last track was quite good. Um, but the album as a whole just it just it just didn't grab me. And it just felt a bit whiny and samey. And I, I believe he can make another good album. And I believe he could probably match Trap Soul. But I, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't think he's ever going to match Trap Soul. He definitely can. Uh, but he can make another good album. This is a, this is a decent album. No, I don't, I don't think it's but decent. I really don't think Trap Soul is not going to match it because that, that album was essentially, it's almost a masterpiece, really, that album. I don't see him doing another one. Like, most artists don't reach that level. Like even like let's look yeah. at someone like for example Kanye West, and I say that like, I always say my beautiful Doctor's Fantasy is a masterpiece. I don't think he's done any other masterpiece albums. I know you probably will say that he has, Ollie, because you love him. But I don't think he has any. Uh, but let's not let's not let's not dive, let's not nah, let's nah, not nah, let's nah, not nah, go nah, for yeah, the tangent. Nah, let's nah, not go nah, for the tangent. Nah, let's nah, go back nah, to Bryson. Collin Dropout and Late Edition are they're all masterpieces. They're not, they're not, they're not levels, but anyway. They're all, they're not as good as my beautiful Dark Fist and Fantasy, but those first three albums they're not levels then. They can't all be masterpieces. They're not. They're not. They're not. You can't have one masterpiece. You can have more than one masterpiece. Like, they're not levels, fam. I like to trigger Ollie and say Kanye to Ollie. He gets excited when he gets a massive hard on. Oh, you got to go for Kanye. I love him. I love him. I love you. Kanye, I like you. I'm Mr. Oh, Kanye. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. We all do. Uh, Damn. Bryson. Yeah. Bryson is just not The thing is, it's quite sad. It's like, it's like, we can't even have a real good conversation about Bryson because, like, again, it goes back to a point. There's not that much to him. Like, after this album... No, nah, he, he will be about, man. He's got Africa for carrying bubbling around. He's, he's a... He's a big artist. He gets on. He gets. He gets features. What he gets features? On this album here, like, it's got what Drake. Got Drake. Big, Wait, big, oh, big, that's Drake the thing. Even album. that track here was not good. 
Like, but if, if before, Drake, no, if, almost, that, that's almost if Drake's on track yeah, on your album and it can't elevate the album even the tiniest bit, it's really not it's a good album. It's an uninspired album, and I feel like that's a problem. It's uninspired, I give you that, but I still think it's nah, decent. it can't be decent and uninspired. If it's uninspired, it's it's, it's not good. Like I don't want to say many, but what do you think of many? For me, I think I'm not. I don't think it was a terrible album. Um, I think it was of the standard for like R&B singers at the moment, male R&B singers. <laughs> so I'll give it point a three. Now, yeah, uh, it's interesting you said that because. A certain R&B artist is dropping his album, I believe, this Friday. Trigger Trey is back. Trey songs. So. Who? Oh, okay. Are you sure? Because he's come out. Oh, and Twitter, I'm saying, not, 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 not my nigga Trey. No, yeah. I'm not Trey. <laughs> yeah, nigga Trey. Yeah, so I thought he'd be on the, on the press run. It's meant to be like, coming out this Friday, but if it gets delayed because of it, then. That's going to be annoying because I should have before to that album. You just say any two um, tracks out of the album will still be better than everything first and top. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I, I believe as well. I'm pretty sure that Jay Song's album will be better. But, um, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, Manny gave it three years. What's your standout song, Manny? It's the um, Drake tune, okay. uh, Out of Time. And what's your one? Out of Time. Wally. Next to you. I'm giving it two years. It's a solid two. This is interesting. Everyone's picked different songs. Okay, so my one, my standout song for Bryson Tiller Anniversary is Always Forever. And um, I give it three years. Is that like the second track? Two. Yeah. Wait, are you changing your standout nah, song? I, I don't like that track. Okay. I have to say, that is like a proper R&B song. So if you don't like that song, I'm maybe questioning... Mm. Whether you like R&B or not it's just, anyway. just not good at R&B it seems right now so I feel like you're being mad harsh but anyway that's cool oh yeah by the way welcome to the Airsource podcast lovely to have you turned back in again um Manny what's the what's the socials for Airsource hi guys yes please follow us on Instagram at yep. Isos underscore follow us on Twitter at Isos underscore as well make sure you subscribe like and comment um, our videos on YouTube as well you can find us at Isos on YouTube too um, engage with us online we'd love to chat to you guys let us know where you're listening from and we'll definitely shout yeah, shout you out on the next one you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also Google Podcasts too. So wherever you're listening from, you should have a platform to listen to us <laughs> on. But yeah, um, okay. So anyway, I heard there was like a, a nuts, um, a crazy album that dropped last year. Like, I don't know. I think it's like, yeah. like team applied by 10 plus one. <laughs> that bitch is in the mansion. <laughs> <laughs> It's so many right? No, that was 21 Savage and Metro <laughs> Boomin dropped Savage Mode 2. And, 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 and Morgan Freeman. Don't forget my boy Morgan Freeman. That's what I was about to say. I don't under, I need to know. I need to, they need to drop like some sort of play-by-play of how they got Morgan Freeman, who's like deep into his 70s now, I'm sure, to come and record, uh, to come and do a narration for the album. And it, it honestly, just his narration 
just brings the album up to another level. It's actually crazy. It's actually crazy. Oh, how good the album is. Wow, he's 83. Yeah. They've got an 83 year old to be cursing and shit on an on a album. He's 83 in the body, wow, but he's in the face, bruv. He's Morgan Freeman. Mate, he's Morgan Freeman's like, he's different, man. He's taking some next elect service. <laughs> but yeah. What's your thoughts, gentlemen? What you, what you I'm going to get the ball rolling. I'm, I'm going to get it rolling. Um, uh, this album yeah, is nothing short of great. Like, I think this is 21's best album. Like, it's so cohesive. Quite possibly. He's actually got really good lyrics in this album. The beats are phenomenal. Metro was on in his back. Productions, phenomenal. Like, the narration by Morgan Freeman just just merges the album together to make one beautiful sonic orgasm, basically. It's, it's flipping... <laughs> Funny, funny, yeah, okay. it's, it's flipping great. <laughs> like, I was just listening to it, and I was just like, What do you really say that? What does Morgan really narrate that? Oh my days, is that really the beat? Like, it was, it's, it's just, it's sick. Like, there's no other words. Was this like the album you listened to? Because I know, I'm gonna no, I mean like was, was I think for Oli mentioned Oli mentioned in the, in the chat was this um, like one of the last albums you listened to? This is the first one I listened to. But then I went back and listened to a few tracks because I okay, listened okay. to it without looking at the track list. I just like absorbed it. Yeah. Um, no distractions. Um, also, also saying that as well, this album's a very easy album to listen to. And not realise that you've gone from one track to another because it's yeah. so cohesive. Yeah, it just it just all merges into one long track, and that's a good thing in this album because it's not a case that all the tracks sound exactly the same. It's you don't know where one starts, one Dude, finishes. It's yeah, just, it's, it's that's it. I mean, it's got like various various sounds. Like there's one track, "Stepping on Niggas." Yeah. That's my standout track. Like the beat, it's just like taking okay. you back to the eighties or something. Like I feel like I'm like eighties mm. man or something like that. Like it's. It's just sick, man. Our whole album is, is just a vibe. Um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, man, it's, it's sick. Nice. Let me, let me, let, let me, let me just jump in once you got the seat hot, yeah. Let me tell you this, yeah. I was listening to the album, and I was literally before this this album. I was at home by myself, listening to my Rocksmith CD. <laughs> yeah, my, my own business, <laughs> and then I put on. I put on the album and I was like, this shit is crazy. And then next thing I know, I was in my AMG, like trying to hunt down my ops. <laughs> and then I realized I ain't got any ops. <laughs> it's always crazy. Like it's, it's mad, it's violent, it's it's but the bars are, are smart, they're intelligent, it's it's a it's such a good album. And so it's like sometimes like yeah. one the one the criticism to have like of, of like UK Joe, and even like, Chicago Joe as well. They just see like this mindless violence they're talking, and in this one, it's, it's kind of weird for that mm. 21 to manage to find a way of being violent and 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 confrontational in his bars, but still being intelligent with it. It's, it's, he managed, he's, he's leveled up as a rapper, to be honest. He's found he's ascended to a new status of I don't want to say he's a superstar now, but I feel like 
he's on the radar. Nah, maybe he's, 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 he's really he's really doing. He's a superstar. I think it may, may, he's maybe maybe he is that now. Like he, he really is doing better. He's, he's releasing projects of quality consistently, and so for him, I've seen a massive improvement from Metro now. And this is no disrespect here. I don't think he's improved at all. I think it's just the quality he's been at for a long time now. He's just he's a super producer. Like in all kinds of merited ways, he deserves his status as one of the best. I feel like he's improved quite a bit. Wait, wait. I, feel like I, he's I, I just want you to kind of, I want you to kind of <laughs> jump in because I think I'm, saying, give I'm not saying that I'm not saying that he's, that he's bad. I'm saying that he's not yeah. leveled up because of the fact he's been great for uh, for a long time. He's the reason why he's the reason why um, Future <laughs> is the artist that he is today. He's the reason why so many other artists from Atlanta have had their biggest tracks. It's Metro. It's what Young Metro, Metro Booming, whatever. It's him. He's been producing these beats that put all these superstars out into the world in like the past five to ten years. So. Like when I say that I don't think he's leveled up, that's not like disrespect at all. That's because I just think he's an amazing producer, and I can't—he can't get any better than he is because he's already well, he's at the top table. He's at the top table. Like you know, what, what's what's where does it go from here? What I will say with that album though, I have one criticism. It started off on the mad grease mode, and then it fell away from that sort of viewpoint towards the end. It was really soft. Yeah, and I know that even like Redman. Gangsters, whatever, have a soft side, but I feel like Amber Rose really burnt from Twenty One Savage man. She yeah, really but burnt. But you kind of addressed that, and but you kind of addressed it like a G. Yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. But he adjusted it for too long, man. Like do one song like that and then go back to the grease, isn't it? Like no, it's, the last like, two or three tracks of the album was like soft. Yeah, but you can't just have like you can't, you can't just have like straight. You can't. You, can't, you, can't, love, baby. Yeah. you got to end on some on some mad shit, man. And I didn't appreciate the fact that it was it was soft, but. I think that the album was still great, regardless. It's, it's probably the best album that was released the past week, and it's going to be in consideration. It's going to be in, it's, it's it's a tight one, but I think it is. I think it's going to be up there. I'm not saying it will be, but it's going to be up there for album of the year as well. I don't know about that either. Like it was one of it's it's, it's okay. I don't know. Like I I wait for one of the later albums we're reviewing, but another album that we reviewed, I think, is the best album this last week. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk, man, because I've I've held silent. I haven't said nothing. I've let you both go. I've let you go. What are you saying, man? What are you and saying? Let me bring it in. Let me bring it in. Right. Let me get let me let me let me put my let me put you in my frame of mind. You know you know before before you you get you mm-hmm. eat a nice meal, right? You plan where you're going to sit. If you're feeling romantic, you might light a candle. You, you might pour a glass of wine. You don't, you don't rush it. You don't rush are we gonna, it. Are we going to swirl this wine? Before you swirl it, you've got to let the tannins in, bro. You know about tannins? Yeah, you're going to you swirl it. You know about tannins? You don't know about tannins. Oh, my Lord. You don't know about yeah. tannins. Get on, get on with it, guys. Get on with it. Cool, cool. So, I guess... I guess the point I'm trying to make here is I went back, I listened to Savage Mode 1 because I had memories of Savage Mode 1 and the savagery that came out of me when I listened to that track before I went on a night out or, you know, it just hyped me up, right? Like, it's one of those albums that always hyped me up. X as well, deadly song, especially when you're in the gym. So 
I had high expectations going in for Savage Mode 2. Right. I'm listening now. <laughs> listening to Savage Mode 2. The instrumental... Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm skipping a beat. I hear my buddy Morgan Freeman with his godlike voice opening up, opening up this album. And I'm thinking... These guys have done it. And I threw away my phone, didn't want to listen anymore. It was just new, it was done. You know? Like, yeah, that was it. <laughs> That's my view. No, I'm joking. I'm probably <laughs> <about that. laughs> no, um, on a more serious note, yeah, like, let's be honest, you guys have pretty much summed it up. It banged, like, um, I'm going to mention the transition. That was probably the best transition. Um, on an album I've heard for a long time and um, sliding to many men if any of you guys are listening to this just put on sliding on the album and just listen to how it transitions into many men I'm pretty you will not be disappointed I thought it was executed yeah seamlessly um, Metro Boomin has definitely saved his best in class um tracks for for Savage Man. You can probably I can probably imagine Metro Beeman. I don't even know him, but I can just imagine him making some of these beats and just storing it away for Savage. He's just like, you know what? That is that that is Savage Mode too right there, you know? Um I was surprised to see Drake as a feature, I'm not gonna lie. But the track was really well done. Um Young Thug, yeah, definitely did well. I, I'm I'm disappointed. I didn't see Future though. Um, to be honest, I think Future, Twenty One Savage, and Metro always do good collaborations. Um, I guess you can't get everything you want. But yeah, that's amazing. Amazing effort. What you just mentioned there, that's actually worthwhile um, discussing. Is that yeah, Jake does feature on the album, and he, he made a bit yeah. of a. He's got a bit of a naughty lyric on there about um, about Scissor yeah. saying that he's a data back in 08. And apparently, the oh, didn't know about this, but um, yeah, apparently Scissor did actually confirm that it happened, but it wasn't in 08, it was in 09. And that um, yeah. basically, he shouldn't have really been chatting in his business like that. But you know how Drake is, he gets a bit. I don't want to say moist, but sometimes he just says things that are a bit unnecessary. As a grown man, shouldn't be like just you shouldn't be a chatty patty about who you beat or whatever. But yeah. Anyway, so that is a, that is something that's worth mentioning. Caesar was upset. Apparently, she unfollowed him on Instagram, and yeah, that was that. But she's addressed it on Twitter, as I said. But um. The more I think about it, so if you think about it, Drake went from George Smith. I think Smith that Drake just went through a lot of women, but whereas most people keep it on the low, low, he feels the need to say it. I think that's the truth of the matter. Drake's been one of the biggest eyes on the planet for a long time. And uh, and I, I also know that with these yeah, celebrities, true. they'd rather be with another celebrity than of a, a civilian. So civilian. Because <laughs> they don't want people to be chatting a bit. <laughs> they don't want their business to be chatted, yeah. But obviously, Jake's like, fuck it, I'm gonna say it anyway, so whatever, innit? Um, what's your rating, Manny, for this album? 
You know what? Like, I want to say, like, five stars. We don't do stars on here, bro. Uh, what, we have what the hell is a five star? stars? We didn't have that currency around here, boy. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> we don't. I don't have like a, a five star album that we've all agreed on. Because your music yeah, takes back. That's why. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, personally, in my musical taste, I'm gonna give it a strong four. Like it's a four point four until I can hear. Until I have like um, a, a strong five star where I can basically recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Calibrate it, but yeah, four, four, four points. Only what are you saying? Hold on, I'll oh, say, what is your standout song? My standout song is slipping, slipping, you can't have two, and slide, 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 slide. Okay, reason that's your standout song is because the way it transitions to the next, right? I was, I was just <laughs> basically, yeah, cool. the transition. And Ollie, what's your standout song? I think you said yeah, it already. Because that song is just, that is the definition of Sabbath, bro. Like, that song is just hard. Um, we're we're going to have three different standout songs here, but okay. Um, you know, I feel like you could argue a five, but but it is a, a four years for me. So I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I, I don't think... Why don't you argue for a five day? Like, because I think uh, is your reason similar to mine? Because we don't have like a five. So for me, like, if it's a five, it has to be an album I can play with no skips. Check. Like, there's like there's like three pillars: no skips, good lyrics, great beats, and then like a bonus one would be like production, and it nails every single one of them. The only thing it might fall a bit short on is lyrics. But I don't expect like the deepest lyrics from Twenty One Savage. That being said, yeah. he did surprise me, and there's not too many features, so there's a lot of focus on his talents as well. So I feel like if you look at it objectively, you could argue that it could be a five ish. But then, if I compare it to other fives that I would give, it can't really match up to those. I'd also say, usually one of the factors of a five as well is sometimes mm. an album that sounds like something you've not really heard before as well. That's normally a factor as well, but, which isn't the case here. But yeah, I, personally, I don't think it's a five. I think it's a strong four. But um, I think it's an extremely good album. And I feel like the main reason why I'm, I'm not even going to argue for a five is because I felt that the ending kind of disappointed a little bit. I feel like this, it, it might have even just been a case of um, the way the track's listed. If they knew you moved those songs more into a central area mm-hmm. of the album, and then let it go back to just being savagery towards the end again, then maybe I'd have said, okay, this is a five, but the ending was I a like bit of a for me. I thought it was a nice wind down, innit? Because you was... Why? Yeah, 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 like, if, if you're racing the car, you will cool down that path. If you're running, you'll warm down no, the path. No, you don't. You don't cool down. You don't cool <laughs> down, bro. You just go to the line and you smash that foot down, bro. What bro, are you slowing down the for? You Honestly, you a cool down lap, yeah? No, that's, that's after the album's finished then. They, they release an EP of soft tracks after that, isn't it? I don't talk about being soft. The album's called Savage Mode 2. Not Savage Mode. It's called Savage soft Mode. Or little soft but it doesn't thing. say no. Savage Mode stays on the entire no, time. There was a lot of savagery in there. And then it slows down. Anyway, I'm saying four. Everyone said four, so all unanimous on this. And also, my standout song is Glock in My Lap, because that song is just ridiculous. And 
Look, someone opening bars on that is just outstanding. Uses one word about seven times, <laughs> and it's just incredible. <laughs> Definitely check it out. So yeah, um, that was a very good album from the guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that's probably my favorite album since we started this podcast. Yeah, quite, quite, quite easily could be given that ranking actually because I feel like since we started the podcast, yeah. I don't think we've had an amazingly strong set of albums. I know we've given like a lot of three years and some two years to albums. I don't think we've given many fours out. So yeah, it's definitely been yeah, a, a strong one. You can even say it's like one of the debate know, as well. Chloe, that we, we all Chloe's Chloe's is very good. And I think that um, maybe the reason why it, it wasn't loved maybe as much as it should have been is because the circumstances yeah. come out under. But um, definitely a case of this album here, Savage Mode 2, being one that we really enjoyed together. Um, should we talk about that, the, the guy from London? Yeah. South Kilburn? Yeah, um, let's do it. London. Let's do it, mate. Um, cool. So, we can bring him out to the London scene. Um, let's came across this album by... Uh, K-N-U-C-K-S. Um, it's called... S. There you go. Um, it's called London Class. Um, it was released three weeks ago. I enjoyed listening to it. It had a lot of instrumentation and like, it felt like there was a few... It felt like there was like live yeah, instruments as well involved. Um he reminds me, me and Matt will debate on this already because we already have. He reminds me, um, rapping wise, lyrically, of Code Radical. Um, but Code. No, Code Radical. How are you going to tell me that? Do you want to Google this right now, bro? His name's Code Radical. K O J E Y. Not Kojo. I think of Kojo Fun. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Man's gonna it right now. He's gonna issue an apology. How long did it take to go Oli, what was your thoughts this hour? Because this guy's going to come back in about 20 minutes after. He's going to go and, he's going to go and edit Wikipedia. <laughs> and come it, back. It is Koji Radical. Um, I, I thought it was an enjoyable listen. It wasn't nothing groundbreaking. It wasn't nothing that's going to blow your socks off. Or the wax out your ears. But no, it was actually mm. a... It, it was a... I know, that, that was I such a poor joke. To sprinkle a bit of pizzazz <laughs> into it. But no, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a good album. Like, his lyrics were uh, surprisingly good. I don't mean any guys, so I say surprisingly, but I was surprised um, at the quality of the lyrics. Um, there wasn't much metaphors. Yeah, I guess because you probably haven't... So this is literally before, right? me going in blindfolded, and I was yeah. impressed. So I played it, but I never added it to my library. But since finishing it, I've added it to my library. So I, I did enjoy it. Right. And there was a very, very good track um, towards the end of the album. I think it was track number 11. 
It may have been 11. Yeah, You're Worth, track 11. That song was just yeah. um, phenomenal. I loved how he sampled um, snippets from the 846 and Chappelle uh, stand-up in air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very apt for the song. And the skit before it was actually really good as well. I, th- I think his use of skits was really good as well. So they kind of set up the following tracks. Which, I agree. Yeah. And they were very short as well. It was well, like so an old school momentum. So it had like a very, um, a very yeah. old school vibe. Like it wasn't like no water tune or thrills. Okay, I think there was a bit of water tune, but there was no like other thrills you get right now. It was just like straight to the content and a decent beat. And yeah, the live percussions were quite cool as well. I think there was a sax from the second track or the first track, which was really um, soothing to listen to. It was a good album. Good album. Yeah, I'm going to go in there. I mean, so Manny, do you want to come back and say what you're saying about Koji Radical? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Koji Radical. He's going to run up on you, you know. I'm not changing that. In in my mind, yeah. Oh my god, he lyrically Koji mm. Radical, but his instrumentation, his instruments that he uses, and the way it, like his beats are set up, it reminds me of Loy yeah. Kana as well. Um. And I think I think it's quite good. It's quite like his album was quite rich, but it was also very short. Um, I guess hopefully it gets a lot of like acclaim um, because I'd love to hear more from him. So yeah, like that was it was a, it was a good surprise find. I hope to find more artists like this. Yeah, uh, it's true because these artists have got Especially real quality to them, and you can see that they probably will have a, a long career as well because they, you could see the creativity in, in their work. So I agree with you in that. Personally, I'm not going to do a full review like you guys are because I think you both actually hit the nails on the head for me. One, what one of the comparison I would make with Lux is that he reminded me of Rex P2, the, the more mature, like as he is now, as the more yeah. mature artist. But I don't want to be unfair of the comparison because I, I do see Rex P2 as one of the best rappers in the world, and Nux Nux isn't that. He, but he's a good rapper. Nux doesn't give you the same sort of wordplay, the ceremonies, the metaphors, the double entendres that Rich provides. Like, Rich has them coming out of his mouth like water. But um, the music that Nux makes is very enjoyable. And he does, he's capable of telling a story and doing it in a fun and enjoyable way, or being completely serious of it as well. Which, and I got that from just one, listen to one of his projects. I know he's got loads of projects out there that I am going to go back and listen to. So, um, yeah, Nux is someone that is definitely an automatic addition to our playlist going forward now for sure my standout song on this album was Duchess actually I quite like the song it was, it was kind of jokes but um, yeah What's, what are you rating it guys did you give a standout song there Manny uh, I didn't um, but it's yeah, your but work well. that, that could have been mine as well to be honest with you though. we could have been all um, yeah. united on that one but I did find Duchess to be a fun song to listen to um ratings I'm gonna give it a three for me um it's a three oh, yeah, as well that one. it's a three for me two cool he wants to pick the next album let's go with Smoke okay I'm gonna go last on this one I'm gonna go last let's do it 
Manny, did you listen to this album? Nah, I didn't listen to it. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> uh, I, I go first. So basically, Smoke did a. His name, the album's called Homegrown. And uh, Smoke, I believe, he signed to Currency's record label, Jet Life Records. I might be mistaken on that, but I believe he is. If not, he's an affiliated artist. But basically, similar, similarly to Currency, he's an elite rapper that likes to talk about weed. <laughs> Alongside other stuff such as um, cars, luxury items, and so forth, so forth. But I, I think that with Smoke, he's a bit more gangster with it than currency. Is. Currency doesn't really talk too much. Okay, he does talk about gangster stuff as well, but not so much in a modern way of thinking. He talks about stuff a lot more from like a mafioso point of view, whereas Smoke does it as if he was still in the streets. And I don't know too much about him to know whether he is or not. But anyway. I find his I find this album to be really really good. The quality of the bars throughout is just amazing, and the album's got a really long list of featured artists. It's got Jim Jones, Fabulous, Jada Kiss, Flip De Niro, Riz Khalifa, Currency himself's on it, Dom Kennedy's on it, and even Jack Harlow, which I wasn't expecting him to be on it either at all. But um, he's his bars on it, his verse on it is really good. So that was actually quite enjoyable to listen to. Um, when you have I think when you jump on a track with Smoke Dizzo in general, when you, smoke, when you jump on his album, knowing that all these other artists are going to be on there too, I think it just basically makes you perform to your top level because every single artist that dropped a verse on um, Homegrown just top tier. Like The verses were excellent and there was not one verse on the whole project that I thought to myself, ooh, I probably should have had them on there. It was just excellence throughout so really enjoyable listen and of course the production on the album was excellent as well so yeah um i will say though this album is for people that really do enjoy the bars even so the production was great it's not really an album that you're going to be putting on songs to dance to if we an album of songs that you listen to to kind of like dissect the bars and saying that <laughs> my favorite song on the album was yeah santos party house which has got like a really strong sample from what the song's called Looking Up To You by Michael Wickoff. And yeah, that, that song is just like... It's like, it's, you can step to that, you can do a little, little two-step to that song and, and enjoy That's it. That's the song you, you get at Merry Discord. You've got like, what, five? And you've got your little, your silk shirt. That's, that's, a, silk that's a song you can barbecue. You've got the chains of little oh, guys yeah. on it. Oh, yeah, with that. And you're just... <laughs> a drink in a blanket. You're drinking your hand as well. Chopping it up on the road, on the road of skates. Like, ah, oh, mate. <laughs> exactly that. So for me, this is a weird one. I really don't know what to give this one, but I'll wait till Ollie's giving us a view before I say what I think the rating is and see if we can come to a unanimous decision. That first track, when you hear Cameron come in, that sent chills up and down my spine. <laughs> this album is hard, bro. Like, no. Matt pretty much some like a opportunity fire that there's only one track that isn't good and it's a hundred years um I think hundred years in a duffel bag is what it's called. Um yeah, yeah hundred years in a duffel. That was the only track like, it's not even a bad track, it just didn't live up to the yeah. energy yeah. Excellence. And for that reason, yeah. That is why this is my standout album of the week. We don't even do standout albums, but this album mm-hmm. literally, I'm so disappointed, man, didn't listen to it. 
but this album is over Savage Mode Two. It's over yeah. over Savage. Over, right. Listen after the listen after you record oh, this and then get back to you guys. Know what you're right, you know. Right. Because this album, oh my day, it's fire. Like it's it's absolute fire. It yes. is. Like it is. the features it is. are perfect. There's no, there's no doubt. Each track, yeah. Like it's just you can see what I'm doing with my arms right now. Like there's so much action going on in the sky right now. <laughs> I am so gassed about this album. This album is fire. Now, Savage Mode 2. I hope your arms up. I hope your arms up. <laughs> face, right? there, like, you know, <laughs> you know when you see them big things here that like, flow around the air and their arms are all about the place. That's pretty much what I'm doing right now. This, this album, mm. like, I listened to it today and okay. I was so stressed that I didn't listen to it on Friday so I could just play it all weekend. Like, it's, it's just, it's sick. Like, I hear that, I hear that. Um, so yeah, that's a thought. Wait, what? man, are you saying my opinion? No, 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 I, I gave like, my opinion. I said, did you not hear me say my opinion? But I think that, I'm saying, I'm saying it's what it is. It's true, I believe it's what it is as well. The one thing I would say here, yeah, what, what the difference between this album and 21 Savage's album, uh, this album doesn't gas you up. It's not a gas album. This album is just you enjoying the bars of and the beats and the raps. Whereas right. 21 Savage's album, you listen to it, and like I said, you suddenly go and run by the uh, spunk flex. So there's, there's a different sort of thing. <laughs> you, know, so, see, you don't know about that, by the way. What you call it? My point is, yeah, I, I'm, with, I'm with that. That's four ears as well, man. It's kind of mad to be given this many four ears in no, one week. Seriously, but... it's, it's, that, <laughs> yeah, it's it, that it, damn good. Like, it is. Like, like Matt said, it's not just like Savage Mode 2, but in terms of actual quality, I feel like it trumps it. And the reason it's why definitely. Savage Mode 2 is so great is because of the like the narration from Morgan Freeman just adds a little sprinkle on top. It's like it's like when you go to get a milkshake, you can mm. get chocolate, vanilla, banana, whatever. But but Morgan Freeman in Metro makes an Oreo milkshake with frosting on the top, chocolate sprinkles, <laughs> millions of thousands, and then chocolate sauce around the glass, and then it makes a oh, super milkshake, like an awesome milkshake. This album by Smoke Dizza is literally just and like all your milkshake with chocolate sauce, just without the the frosting on top with the sprinkles and the extra chocolate sauce. So, like, it's it's just it's just sick in it. Like, there's no other way to describe it. It's, it's just sick. Not to just not to the chat from um, Twenty One Savage because that is also sick. But I just feel like, yeah, it, it, they're That's both sick, sick, and you could argue fire for both of them. But I feel like. Smoke Dizzards is better. And I feel like 21 Savage is just behind him. It's like, let's put this way, let's put this way, right? If, if Smoke Dizzard was sick like Gonorrhea, then 21 <laughs> Savage is sick like Herpes, isn't it? Like, they're both sick, but they're just different. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm yeah, so anyway, we've done the SOS on that, we've done the vision. So, next album is YG, My Life 400. What are you saying, guys? Right. 
Manny didn't listen to Sonima, did he? No, I was not, I'm not a big fan of YG, man. Like, YG, I listened to his last album. I think he's... <laughs> Manny, why are you like this? I think he's a... <laughs> You like some part-time worker here, bro. <laughs> no, not even, uh, bro. I'm gonna listen to what I, what I enjoy. Yeah, I'm but that's, that's the whole myself. thing, like, man. Like, yeah, sometimes you listen to albums that you wouldn't necessarily enjoy, and then like you get shocked, like oh yeah, shit, exactly. that's a good album. So then you, you get something out of it. Yeah, but I've been burned by YG too many times. Like, I so what? You not, wasn't banging out Big Bang, Big Little Bang. You wasn't banging out. My, my thing is the singles guy he doesn't do albums so I'm not going to force myself to listen so, to albums do you think like, that YG's ever YG. had a good album that is crazy, okay, that's, that's, crazy. crazy. Okay, that's crazy that's crazy that's crazy bro just go back that to album, to my crazy life and tell album. me that YG's never had a good that album, that album was, was crazy cool. that was anyway crazy we run through this then I'll go first um my issue with this yep. album is I expected more gang stuff. Like, it was too soft. Uh, there was a few songs that were quite cool, but uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like the intermissions in the album either. Um, it, but it was a it was a valiant effort. Like, I feel like it was better than his last album. But it's not... Definitely. It doesn't hold a candle to his first album. And I, I just expect a higher caliber of work from YG. Like, I know he's got it in his locker. But I just don't know why he can't put together a, a compelling album again. And that's that's where I'm at with this album. I honestly don't know if he can do it again. I'm not even going to say for the same reason as Bryson Tiller, because when YG released My Crazy Life, I don't think that it was... It wasn't something that, that's never been done before. People have done albums where you tell a story throughout the tracks before. But I feel like he, he was just inspired to when he was making that album and I also think that he was also working with one of the best producers that are around today as well in DJ Mustard and nowadays he doesn't seem to have that close relationship with him the way that he used to so maybe that's part of the reason why he's unable to produce music to that same quality nowadays also I think to myself like, I'm, again I don't know him so I don't want to be like saying stuff that's not true but maybe he just doesn't care that much anymore. YG's got a massive fan base. He could release songs that aren't quite up to par and he would still do big numbers. So maybe he's just like, well, why put in that effort? I don't know. But yeah, for me, the album started off really bloody. You know, he made it very clear that his affiliation, in case you didn't know. And then from there, it just goes soft. It's just a bunch of soft songs after that. And I don't know if it's because of the fact that he split up with Kalani or not. And he just, in his feelings, but yeah, it's just a lot of soft songs. However, some of the songs were actually good. I think there were about three songs that I really enjoyed from that soft part. And the one that I enjoyed the most was Sergi, and that's got, that's featuring Ty Dolla Sign and Ghana as well. So, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's an album, like a couple of good tracks, but there's nothing exciting about the album, really. And I kind of feel bad doing it, yeah. but I'm giving it two years. So I had it so, down with yeah. years. I liked Laugh Now, Cry Later and Blood Walk. I wasn't sure which of those two should be my standout. I'm probably going to go to Blood Walk because Lil Wayne's verse was fire. Um, but I'm down. I'm, I'm okay to do that too. We have to... Like, I'm, I'm not going to go we'll back to it. We have to do it that way or not. 
Manny's got nothing to stab him. Manny's got nothing to stab him, man. God, that's costing. Oh, I'm to you have to definitely do, man. Any singles out? He's got singles out, but he's got a video that came out for. Like, what do you mean, bang? F the boat? Was it F Trump? Whether that's on? Yeah, he's got Bloodwood. Lil Wayne on the album, but he's on the track Bloodwood. But it's like, so it's, it's gonna it's gonna do numbers. I'm saying to you, he would get millions of views, whatever. Oh, but it's, yeah. it's, it's like, is the song actually good? I don't think it is. But I do think the song surgery. That would probably be doing numbers as well. Everyone loves Ty Dolla Sign. When, when Ty Dolla Sign's crooning, how can you not like it? Like, it, it just sounds good, mm-hmm. doesn't it? So, and everyone loves Gunner as well. So, it would, again, it's just going to do numbers by default. It doesn't really matter if the song's good or not, but the song, that song, Surgery, is a good song. Yeah. Mm. So, you're saying three years, Oli. I'm saying two. So, Manny, listen to the album this week and have the deciding for Quick sidebar. Did anyone see uh, what Krebs did to that guy on <laughs> No, that guy was out of luck. He definitely deserved it. He deserved it. He deserved it. I know, you're okay. So for context... No, no, you do, you do, you give do, the context, Oli. Give the context. Give the context of what happened. Okay, so I don't know, I can't what the guy's at is, but I know he's already deleted himself off Twitter now. But basically, he come out and um, I think, I assume Krebs posted the picture of, of his daughter. And the guy said, but why is the baby so light-skinned? Now, I don't, I'm not sure if Krebs' girlfriend is mixed race or she's just light-skinned black, but Krebs black and his partner's light-skinned. The daughter's come out light-skinned. Everyone knows that babies' yep. colours change throughout time anyway. So the kid might be light-skinned now, might be darker as it gets older. But it's irrelevant. It's just the colour of the child's skin. And why are you commenting on the child or the colour of someone's skin anyway, the tone of someone's skin? So... Obviously, Krebs took an offence to this, and he just he bit a whole verse. <laughs> and the guy said, the guy had like a massive forehead. <laughs> so Krebs took the picture from his Instagram um, DP, and um, he pasted the verse in the space of the guy's forehead. No. <laughs> I think that I don't. I think that one of the followers started it, but they took that same picture. And they put like the um, Connect Four <laughs> game in the middle, <laughs> and basically crept in the fan that were going back and forth playing play, um, Connect Four together. I was like, I've never ever seen someone get parred so bad on Twitter like that. It was like normally when you when someone has got you on Twitter, normally it'd be something like a couple of tweets here or there, whatever. But the way that he got destroyed was just disgusting. And to get to, he probably oh, blocked yeah. crept, but then he actually had to delete his whole Twitter. I don't think Twitter. you like, understand. Tim Westwood will say he took that part to the back of his head. Yeah. Oh, to that part. Pars are us. You ain't never seen part of that before. With it. Like, like how quickly he dismantled this guy's yeah. forehead. So, for those of you who don't know, he suffers from a thing called excessive forehead. <laughs> and it's, 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 a, it's a dangerous it thing. It's a mad savage. Running 10 males. Unfortunately, it affects him. But, oh my days. It was, the bars were kind of hard Crip. as well, bro. Yeah. definitely listen to Savage Mode 2 and that is why he was going to savage you like that man that is no doubt about that but yeah it's, it's, it's crazy what happened with that one um, and I, I was, was thought to myself right if you're going to start a, a Twitter beef with someone it's probably better not to do it with someone whose job it is to come up with fun, or funny or rude or whatever words like literally what Crip does for a living is yeah. create words for people whatever so 
or versus with people. So, like, you know, what's the point of doing it? You're, you're signing a deathbed for yourself. Or if you're going to do it, it you have to be done to, like, like, have come have it ready. And also, like, revive by your comment and don't deactivate and shut yourself yeah. out from the face as well. And better still, better still, just yeah. don't chat about people's kids, innit? Simple. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like who you are, just don't chat about their kids. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? Wiz Khalifa, the saga of Wiz Khalifa, deluxe edition, which came out last week. I feel like it's so more like eight new tracks, I believe it was. Like, yeah, there's a lot more tracks. There's a lot of tracks, but I knew. But yeah, did you listen to this one, ain't Manny? Yeah, um, I had to listen. You, you set off. Cool. Um, so for me, I've... I didn't really like this. Well, no, to say I don't like it, it's a bit strong. Um, I felt like Wiz Khalifa has made like an average album. It had like TikTok kind of beats on there. It, mm-hmm. had, it was very checklisty, if that makes sense. Um, and to be fair, I don't think Wiz Khalifa gives a fuck. Well, I think, to be honest, like he's made so much money from his label and his business ventures. I, I kind of feel like that shows in his music as well. Um, like, there's no. How to put it, it doesn't feel like there's as much desire to put 110% into an album. I feel like he probably has his own studio, makes music, plays it to a bunch of bad bees that come to his house in LA um, for some of his infamous parties. If they're dancing and not shaking their bum enough, then he'll put down an album. So I visualize can, can, can we pause for a second? Sorry, sorry. Let me just... Yeah. You're, you're sweating from jealousy and then just wrap his words that's how hella sweet you were like I'm not sweet are you going to say that and, and no if it's been like, that was extremely <laughs> sweet you were like come on come on <laughs> well I'm not I actually don't I, I don't mean that in a silly way like I like Wiz to be honest I like, I like him as a person I think his personality is dope his lifestyle seems dope as well yeah same um, yeah, but you're, you're, you've got the complete bucket of sex assault coming out of you there, mate. <laughs> so what do you think about the album then, outside of his lifestyle? Like, I just I just thought it was... I think they go hand in hand. I just thought it was like an average album. Like, I like the track with Tiger. I like the track with Megan Thee Stallion and Ty Dolla Sign. She fully snapped on the um, And the... Yeah, she did well on that track. Um, also, like the track with Quavo too. So mm-hmm. that shows you something. I like all the well, a lot of tracks with the features on it. One of so, the best tracks actually. The first yeah, track, Max Supreme, as well. I thought that was a really good track on the album. Um, yeah. yeah. No, no, you finish your finish. Yeah, done so early. Um, yeah, so my stand track is. Um, the Quavo track. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'll take it back. It's the Tiger one. I really like that one. Um, and I'd rate what, it. What's Tiger track? Three. Is it the one? Um, it's a contact. I want to give it a two, to be honest. Yeah. 
it's yeah. it's called contact. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel like Tiger is actually someone whose music actually would dovetails very well with Wizz's because Wizz has got those good beats crafted that yeah. actually suit Tiger's sort of sound. But because of as rappers, they mm. sound very different. Tiger's normally has more energy with his with his. I don't want to say his bars are rubbish, but they're simple. Which they easily like, you know, if you want to sing along to them, you could do that quite easily. And then, but with Wiz being so laid back, you get a good contrast. So that segues into, from my opinion, so the yeah, Macho true. King track on, or Macho King on the intro was proper sick. Um, Macho Cream always delivers, to be fair. Mm, and mm, the thing mm. is, with this album, I've noticed that when the beat has a bit of energy and Wiz is doing his fast flow, like when he's speaking with energy, uh, tracks are really good. So for me, it was a last yeah. hit track. Last hit track, sorry, of the album. I think it starts from Villa. So from Villa onwards, um, those are those are really good tracks, I felt like. So that includes like, the one with Quavo, one with Meg. I think there's mm-hmm. two with Tiger, one called Contact, which is Manny's standout song. And my standout song still is. I thought that was a really dope track. Um, but I think of those eight tracks, I think most of those were on the original story of Wiz Khalifa. So they weren't new to Deluxe. And so I feel like there's a bit of, I feel like, I feel conflicted with this album. So it's not to say it's bad, but the, the songs that are good are good and the rest of the songs are just okay to all right. Um, and I feel like there's, there's a bit of conflicting mm. from him. So what Manny was saying with like the songs where it's like something that you could see put on TikTok or just like throwaway tracks. They felt like a collection of singles that was just like, oh yeah, I can put it on I'm not really going to use it anywhere else. Oh, yeah, I recorded this, but I don't know to play it and put that on. It felt like there was a lot of that going on in this album. So, basically, if we just didn't do the deluxe edition, it would have been fine. And if we just released these singles separately on, like, an EP as something else, like a, another another project, that would have probably been better. I think you've hit the nail on it. There wasn't as much cohesion, isn't it? That's probably what where I'm getting salty from. It's the cohesion element. Yeah. It's quite nothing really to draw it together. I give you that. So that's my issue with it. Like I like Will. I like every album he drops. There's always at least one track that I really like. Much um, more than one normally. Um, so still, Jay is like typical old Wiz, like the blueprint, where it's um, weeds, cars. And whatever else that he's rapping about, and just dropping it in, and it's just over the Still Dre beat, which is everyone knows it's like a it's like a legendary beat. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't like I, that song though. You didn't like it? Oh, no. that, that was my favorite song. I thought that was a mad disrespect. But how are you gonna try to use that beat? Doctor Prince and Never have cleared it. But no. Um, so for me, are you, sorry, are you finished? By the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I thought um, for me the best songs on the album were "What's the Move," "POV," "Wavy Grows," um, "Villa," "Contact with Tiger," and "Clouds in the Air" with K. Camp. I thought the worst one was probably "Bama," and that's not the worst. That's the last song on the album as well. I don't know why that was even put on. But yeah, generally speaking, I agree with what Manny said about it not being very cohesive. It just seems like a collection of singles. But then I, I don't really think that many Wiz Khalifa albums are like that cohesive anyway. I don't think they do kind of get that vibe of just being singles. So yeah, I don't really, I didn't really think anything of it. My, my other thing with Wiz Khalifa 
is that I believe this guy can make a decent album in his sleep. I think he's someone that's probably an example of someone that is extremely talented. Yeah. But like again, like Manny said, he's not really that bothered. So he can still make good music whilst not really trying that hard. Whereas someone else has to try their hardest to create the sort of stuff he makes. So yeah. Um Nothing. Like what he's got prove anymore like he doesn't really do you know what I, mean? I don't think Wiz Khalifa yeah, made a five he's star five his best life, like. so um, you know that is one thing but does he want to do that I guess not so it is what it is I would say Rolling Papers and Rolling Papers two are probably his best albums they're actually, they're actually quite good I quite like they're Khalifa as well good. that was a good album but yeah yeah that was quite good as well yeah um, so yeah my my um, standout song is probably Villa I quite like Villa He's very much in his bag, both for the the luxury, the weed, you know. I feel like yeah. I feel like his his tagline could literally be um, weed and luxury. What more do you want from me? Like that's pretty much it. <laughs> and on that song, "Why You Mad," Meg really snaps on it. She is actually probably one of the best verses I've heard from her. So yeah, I think I've heard that song before anyway. But yeah, it was on the album. So three years from me, and yeah. What are you guys saying? Did you give a rating? Yeah, free for you. And Oli? Yeah, free for me as well. Yeah, simple free for him. Um, oh, we've got West Side Gun up next. I didn't write down the album name. How stupid is that? It's Who Made the Sunshine. Yeah, that's it. Which is actually putting out a good... It's a good title because he refers to it in the album. And explains his meaning behind it. Um, I'll go first this one. We got some stick on Twitter last week for, for giving Armani Caesar two ears for album our album The Liz, and um, a lot of people were upset by this. Now, the week before The Liz dropped, Conway the Machine dropped his album, and his album was very good, and we rated it highly. And then the list came out, and mm. we have high expectations for artists that are on Crusader. And not that we treat them differently, but there was an expectation there. And the list didn't hit those expectations at all. Now, um, Westside Guns come out, he made the sunshine, his album sick. It's not so important. It's a really good album. Really enjoyed it, and throughout, it's just got bars throughout, and all the, fe- all the features artists are there. Their verses are excellent. Their production's very good. So, a very enjoyable album. And what's quite funny is that Armani Caesar features on this album as well. And my favourite track on the album is the one where it's just her and Westside Gun. So, I feel like there's, I feel like there's some, I feel like there's, I feel like there's mm. talent there clearly, but I just think that her, her lyricism is not up to par with the, her label mates. And maybe that is what's holding her back. It turns out, in my eyes at least, in my ears, and why I don't think it was highly as others. Mm. So what are you rating? So, even though I said it's a great album, I don't think it's a four, I think it's like a three. Mm. And mm, I'll say it's a very high three. Mm. Could have been a four. Uh, and yeah, the standout song is Liz Love's mm. Luger. Manny's groaning a lot, so it's either he wants to bang a shit or. Oh no, it's me. <laughs> it's me moaning a lot. Right. Yeah, no. Um, 
I might catch smoke for this one, but I really wasn't feeling it. Really? Yeah. So there was, I, I wrote down <laughs> four tracks that were actually really good. So these four tracks were really, really Hold good. Hold on, how many tracks are on the album, Oli? How many tracks are on the album? I think there mm-hmm. I'm saying you really liked four tracks. Not that they were good, but you really liked them. 11, I really liked them. So you're saying almost half the album was really good then? That's but you third, not feel an that's album. That's a third of the album. It's not a third of the album, is it? It's not a third of the album. It's, it's, it's closer to a third than it is a half. Um, is it really? It's of 5.5. If it was one more track, four makes a third, right? Oh, my God. So if I like one more track, it's still not out of half. Sorry. This guy, is, this guy, are we, are we doing this now? Do we, do we need to bring out some, some tape measures as well to work this one out? Because I'm sure we can even go by the track where if you wanted to. You could do it right now. Well, then if you okay, did you, like, did you like track nine? Frank Murphy. Oh my God. That was the worst track. It was such a hard listen. What? I literally stuck around just to Oh my God. <laughs> I stuck around to hear Smoke Dizzer. Wow. I was, I was just... I, just, just, just let me get into this. Let me get into this deeper. Oh, uh, yeah. So, talk you talk, bro. I was... <laughs> I was really... I'm not upset. I promise you, I'm not upset. Because I feel like West Side Gun is better than Conway the Machine. And I really enjoy Conway's album. So, when I mean, this was coming out, I was really looking forward to listening to this. So much so that I saved it to the end. Well, second to the end. Um, to, like be like my dessert for music for the day, basically. And I was so disappointed. I was, it was just, like the beats are all pretty much the same. And after a while, that sort of beat style just gets droning, repetitive, and just I give, tiring. I give you that. The beats are, the beats are like those, um, it's like, oh, beats they sample, they sample like tracks from the 70s and 80s and put them on a tight loop. Yeah. And it doesn't sound yeah. flattering. And then Frank Murphy was like the icing on the cake. And I think that's when I've messaged a group saying, uh, what if you haven't got a standout song? Like, I was just curious what you lot would say. But like, that Frank Murphy song is like seven minutes long. It's seven minutes. Like, it's it doesn't, doesn't matter how... minutes and 10 seconds. Oh my God. It, it doesn't matter how good the bars are. Like, I think I skipped the last minute when um, West Side come on. Like, it doesn't matter how good the bars are, the beat is so droning and so repetitive that it's it's just, it's a really hard listen. Like, there's not a scenario where you can sit down and vibe to that track. And some I, of the lyrics... I disagree. Some of the lyrics are good, but just, as you look at the album as a whole, it's just... It's, I'm just disappointed. And so, there were four tracks that I liked. And I'm not I'll, mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. yeah, and I'll go into them. <laughs> so the last two tracks, um, "Good Night" and "98 Sabers," those songs are six. "Good Night," the beat completely is completely different to what you've been listening to throughout the whole of the album. So that's why that is pretty sick. It's just it's fresh and the lyrics are good. And um, I love Slick Rick. I'm a massive Slick Rick, Slick Rick fan, yeah. and he just. He crushes it. 98 Savers, Armani Caesar spazzes, Conway spazzes, Westside spazzes, that track is hard. Um, Live Love Luger, another good track. And The Butcher. I feel like Liz, I feel like, I feel like Armani Caesar should have basically stolen some of the tracks from this album and put it on that album. 
Yeah, and, and the butcher. I think it was the butcher. It might be the butcher. Yeah, yeah. The butcher. The butcher, the butcher was on. Um, yeah, and that, right, those are the four tracks that I liked. The last two were really. So, so there's, a, there's a question that has to be asked here. Is it, do we just need to see them actually operate as a group? Because I, I feel like, like all of us would agree that we appreciate them more when they are together than when they're apart. Yeah. And I feel like I've listened to The Butcher so much. I feel like it was a song that was released a while ago and it's put on the album. I feel like I watched mm. a video a few times on YouTube. So I feel like uh, I naturally like that song. But like, if there was more variation in the beats, it'd probably be an easier listen. But it's just... The other thing is he sounds just like Ghostface as well. Oh my God, that, that is something that does get to me. And he so, sounds like Ghostface massively. He, he sounds like Ghostface. Like, and does it... Not only that, also his lyrics are very similar because Ghostface on that gangster shit and talks about sex in a very specific way as well and and he does do the same thing. I don't think they're from the same place and they sound similar. But this is the thing, yeah? So, Action Bronson sounds like Ghostface. His whole rap style is just unique, it's captivating, like... It doesn't matter, he sounds like Ghostface. Um, yeah. Uh, what's the guy who's who done the album um, A Sleeping Bread Owl? I forget his name. He sounds like Eminem. And he's done I Love College. Asheroff. Asheroff sounds just oh, like yeah, Eminem. Yeah. He sounds just like Eminem, but again, he'll start... Asheroff, yeah, yeah. He sounds like Eminem. West Side Gun sounds like Ghostface. He tries, like, his rap style similar to Ghostface, but he can't hold a candle to Ghostface. And so, like, if you're going to try and... If you sound like Ghostface and your rap style is going to be similar to Ghostface and he's some sort of ESP and he, and something, so I don't just, like, I don't start to look at you like a Ghostface ripoff. And I, I, I didn't get that in this album. Like, I, I, I feel like I feel like that's harsh because I don't think that he's... I don't think he's just biting Ghost or anything like that. I, I don't think he's I think biting he's got, it. I think he's got his own sounds. I, I don't think he's Ghostface biting Ghostface beats something like this. But... No, I'm, I'm saying I don't think he's biting it. And Ghostface does have really good beats, and he's got like he does, he's got one of the best of albums that. ever. Only got Cuban links. No, that's Raycon. I'm thinking something else. Anyway, that's hey, Raycon. He's he's got one of the best albums ever. Yeah, but it's just I'm drawing parallels. I'm drawing like similarities between them too often, and I'm just like constantly underwhelmed. And that's part, partly my fault, but just the album just it just didn't sit right with me. Like a bit of variation could have done this album so much more. So the last two tracks had a bit of variation. The track Liz Loves Luger has a bit of variation. And the tracks that have variation yeah. that I'm liking, but the other ones just felt like lazy beats. And it felt like, you know, when the Migos done um, their second album, and they recorded it in like 72 hours, something like that. It felt like they just recorded this album over the course of like a couple of days. And I was like, yep, yeah, that's it. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. We're done. Like the bars can be good, yeah, rushed, but almost. like that's only one part yeah. of the package, and it needs so much more for it to be enjoyable to listen to. And this isn't enjoyable to listen to. Look, I think I fall somewhere in the middle between you and Nolly. Um, I liked the say like Liz loves Luger. I like that he found Slick Rick um, from wherever <laughs> Slick Rick was hiding in the land of Oz somewhere, um, and brought him back into twenty twenty. Um, like, but uh, yeah, it, it was a bit much for me. Um, 
not gonna lie, it's not really my sort of music. And I think it was compounded with the fact that I felt like a lot of the tracks were similar. Um, and the beat selection wasn't great either, to be honest. There was no, I didn't find myself bopping to anything really. And this is like the first time I'm listening to this artist. So my familiarity with him isn't strong. So yeah, there was nothing that had me like wanting to add into playlists or follow up follow up with him in the future not like Knooks or Knooks for example who's an artist I've listened to for the first time today but yeah I am invested in what his musical future is going to be like whereas with West Side Guns based on this project I'm not too sure so yeah yeah I mean I'd rate this album a two for me two yeah you know what right guys I'm not putting it up for the two because I'm not heavy holding this foot from these Casola studs, okay? That album's what? never a two. That's a, not a two, man. Be, be true to yourself, man. Be true to yourself. Yeah. Be true to yourself. No, no, honestly, 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 yeah. If it's two, if it's two, and one, three, really? then it goes on the two, right? But what I'm saying to you is that you guys post it up. That's what I'm saying to you. And you reply to them people. That's what I'm saying to you because, like, that is mad. Like, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't think I'm the two, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna actually sit there and back the score. <laughs> no. I don't think it's that score, but if that's how you feel, then you by all means. What, what do, do it. you think it is? I think it's a three. Okay, I'm but happy don't change to... your don't change your view, no. No, don't be a pussy. Finish, don't be a pussy. Back your back your feet. I'm happy no. to listen to the album again. Yeah. And revisit this next week. No, we're not revisiting it next week. Right, now okay, or the never. Stands, the two stands. Okay, then and then make sure you back the other two when when it's on top when it's posting time. Anyway, okay, so now we get cheese. Then on ESOS, um, underscore, I, I want to say uh, we could break the discussion that we need to retrospect the discussion as we had. I'm gonna edit the post. All I'm gonna do is I'm gonna edit the post to be like I personally at Mister. Mr. Mahili <laughs> believes that this was a um, whatever star album, three star album. But these other two stars, stars so so my bad. Look, you've got me rattled now. <laughs> you've got me rattled. <laughs> I, I, Mr. Mahili, wow. believe it's a three year album. Wait, but these wait, two Nicker Poops here, assholes, wankers, wait, believe it's two years. I'm adding you two. They can light up your inbox or whatever with that shit. They can light up your DMs. Light up your light up your notifications. Matt caught smoke. Yeah, man, it was like rocking back and forth. This might be a four. Yeah. This might be a four. No, 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 no. In all I do like I do like West Side Gun. Uh, I'm saying, I like it, but I expect better. I like, you I said I like it's him. A two. I like him. Sorry, you can't like the album and I give like, it a two. Sorry, it doesn't no, make sense. I mean, I like him. Sorry, and I said that before. Okay. I like him. Uh, I expected high things, uh, and he he underdelivered. It's better than Armani Caesars. Oh, we've understood, but we gave that a two. Uh, yeah, we gave that a two. I could it, it be better and get the same. But it's then. not better than Conway, which is a three. Well, maybe we should bomb this a four then. And also, I said the list should be a one. I think I said that. Did I say it should be a one? I'm giving it a one. I didn't even give you a standout song. So that maybe, means a one, two, three. Maybe. Damn. 
All right, then, this better get the time stop for this one, Ali, so you can tell them what part of the... Um, <laughs> what part of the protest to. All right, cool. We've got one more album to review today. So, before we get there, we should mention the fact that Stormzy now has one billion views. Well, not views, say, um, streams on Heavy's The Head, which is an incredible yeah, machine, look, really. That is a five-year To get that one. One billion global... Also, D Block have got a new album coming out as well. That's out this Friday. Um, what's it called? Mm. You, it's called the, the Blueprint versus uh, uh, yeah, them. Yeah, that's the single, isn't it? So that should be. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, D Block are a weird one. Now. I, I think I think that they're one of those groups that they put out a lot of tracks. I don't really feel all of them, but whenever they release an album, they probably have maybe two to five tracks that I like. On the album, but I get it. They, it's how they operate, not technically for them as artists, I guess, yeah. modern way of making music. But, um, yeah, so that's there's a probably a couple of projects to check out, mm. but yeah, so the final project that we're reviewing this week cool. is Rocky Fresh Slid Through to Show You What's Up. Um, Manny, I'll start by asking you. Did you manage to listen to this project? <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Okay, who's starting? Yes. I feel like... Try away, guys. I feel like I should start. So, <laughs> I've never heard of Rocky Flash until today. And let me tell you that this is everything that West Side Guns album wasn't. It was good. <laughs> I'm doubling down that two for Westside Gun. Wow. No disrespect to Westside Gun. You know that you know New York is a, a long flight, right? New York can come and shoot you. I know. And I just want to say, I'm not about that life. I'm, I'm not. I'm not academic. <laughs> I'm not going to front and get that life behind the computer. I am the most calm guy, but I'm just saying my opinion. And if you don't like it, do better next time. But um, Rocky Fresh's album was really really good it was like I don't want to keep giving that fours because it's going to devalue it but like I feel mm. like it should be a four but I've only listened to it I once too. on first listening I was just blown. like the first track just slapped me in the face I was just like oh my days is this what he's about I don't know this guy I can't he kind of sounds like the baby on some track <laughs> but like it was just a well done album like it was just and Wale was on it. And Wale was out there spazzing. Now Wale does. He was a spazzing. It was, just, it was a really good album. Really good beats. And good content. I felt like I was listening to it on reference speakers. So I felt like on my end... Subtle flex, subtle flex. The, the mix and the mastering <laughs> wasn't up to snuff. Mm-hmm. But I listened to it after Wizards album, so that could be why. I need to listen to it again on like coloured speakers what people can listen to so I might listen to it in my car or something but the album was a solid effort and I can't wait to spin it again really good nice what was your standout song? Um, the one with Wale hold on a second let me get the track yeah that was a really good song because I didn't actually take notes yeah hold on it's literally cool <laughs> Yeah, hold on, hold on. And also, I really like VIP and Incredible Freedom, which is the intro. Mm. But hold on, it's definitely my standout. Money? Um, pretty much 
on the same wavelength as Oli. It was a nice album to listen to. Um, he's a great rapper. Uh, we'll definitely be following him in the future. My standout track cool. is the Wale. So I'll give yeah. it a bit of a background to what's lucky fresh. She was signed by um, Rick Ross to Maybach Music a few years back. Maybe as much as like, maybe five plus years ago. But um, for whatever reason, I believe it was something to do with his family, some personal issues he was going through. He never managed to actually release a, a full album. He only released a couple of EPs on MMG. And they're both really good, in my opinion. But um, yeah, they didn't gain like a lot of traction. And he never like had the same sort of exposure as the likes of Meat Mill and Wale had. So eventually he got released from MMG and he's released two projects since. This is the second one. And the first project he released, it wasn't amazing. It had some good songs in there, but it just seemed like the project was dated. I believe it was a project he was probably recording whilst he was on MMG. And he was never given permission to release it. So he kind of just released it when he left or just added to it and released it, whatever. Um, This project here sounds completely fresh. Rocky Fresh <laughs> and um, it just it's just a really good album it's, it's something that I've, it's something that I've been waiting for from him because once he was signed to MMG and I saw Rick Ross announce it I was started following him then because I knew that Wale was sick I knew that Meat Mill was sick I'd already heard some stuff from Staley as well who's another person that was on MMG he was sick so Rick Ross clearly had a good ear so I was just waiting for his project to come through and it never did now it's here, it just sounds really good and I want to see this guy succeed because clearly he's someone that's been waiting for his time to shine and maybe now's the time for it to happen. Um, if you want to get an idea of what he's like, he's more like Wiley than Meat Mill. He's not a street rapper. He's more of a, a backpack rapper of anything. But he's a very, very gifted rapper and he makes good music. Um, my standout song is, it was, I was thinking about Hold On I really like the song Stuck in Chicago interlude as well. I thought that was really good. I think he's really spitting some bars there. But seeing as you two both said, um, hold on, I'll just make it unanimous and go with that as well. It's a really good song. And yeah, Wale, as usual, was flexing with his verse. So yeah, really good stuff. Really good project. Four S. Four S for me. Yeah, for four for me. Um, for me, it's unanimous. Three, I'd give it. So yeah. That's, I believe we're at the end of the pod. Is that right, guys? Okay, so um, yeah, yeah. should we yeah, yeah. share some socials before we go? Of course. Um, so again, guys, follow us on uh, Twitter, ESOS underscore, um, on the old Insta at ESOS underscore, and follow us on YouTube. Um, you just type in the ESOS podcast. Um, you can shoot, listen to us on all major platforms, Spotify, Google, um, Apple, um, yeah, seem to be Amazon as well. Amazon We're not there yet. We'll be on Amazon Excellent. Cool. So you can awesome. Um, be on this, yeah. yeah. So you're gonna follow me cool. directly. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Mr. Matty Lee, and on Instagram, I'm at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee. Ollie? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm OC Clark underscore 10. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter, Emmanuel Ninety. Awesome, guys. See you next week for some more Sauce for Your Ears. <laughs> <laughs>